Welcome back to the latest Energised podcast. So Barry, if you're new to the Energised podcast, welcome. And if you're a returning Energised listener, welcome back. So Barry, tell us what is going on today's action-packed show. Okay, on today's show, we're going to be discussing our Energised crack of the week, because Bellator Dublin has finally arrived. Finally. Bellator has come back to Dublin. To Dublin. Uh, then on the crack of the week, we're going to be discussing... Declan Rice and how come he's decided to leave Ireland and join England. And also we're going to look at all the Champions League fixtures from the week. And then uh, this weekend also Irish rugby are taking on Italy away. And we decided that we'll just make it a very short show for that because uh, I don't even think the main people are going to tune in, are they? No, I think Ireland-Italy is the least intriguing of all the games. Yeah. Also, Man U are taking on Liverpool the same day, yeah. so... Like people might choose something else to watch, but uh, then we're going to look at Anthony Joshua, and he's now signed up to pay, fight Big Baby. So uh, there's a lot of controversy around that, and then we're going to move into the main part of the show, and we'll discuss all the Bellator action, including Bellator Dublin. If you haven't already mentioned that, Ross, Bellator Dublin is back, suppose it is back, and then uh, all the UFC action. Because uh, that's very energising. That's exactly what we do. So, and that's exactly what people at home are sitting on their couches listening to, driving their cars listening to, in the shower listening to, wherever you're listening. You're listening. They're listening in the gym, man, on the, on the treadmill. Obviously. Or curling the twos. No, no one that listens to Energise curls over 2.5s. Yeah, definitely not. Except for CC Fitness. CC Fitness, yeah. But... Uh, Ross, it's Bellator Dublin, it's fight week. Um, first of all, it's back for the first time in a long time. And um, are you looking forward to it, man? Like, What's the story here? You know? Yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to it. There's so many good Irish mixed martial arts names on the card. It's, it's like a show, showcase for Irish MMA. That's is, what it basically yeah. is. All the best talent uh, in Ireland is fighting on the card. Um, and Look, it's going to be a fantastic night. We've been at Bellator cards before that have had less names on the cards and they're still brilliant so I'm really looking forward to it yeah um, I'm going to ask you now are you expecting it to be bigger than the UFC Dublin win obviously Conor McGregor won and things got loose you know probably not that big just because that was a first and every time something's a first it's always a really really big deal well technically uh, it was a second man I, I know but it was th- let's get technical here you know okay UFC 93 was headlined by an American and a Brazilian so therefore, like it was the first time it was headlined by an Irish person in Ireland when Conor McGregor fought Brando. Yeah. So therefore, I think that was a real first for Irish people to get to watch their own fight inside the octagon. And on this occasion, like we've seen it a few times now, so like people are less wowed by it. Yeah. You sort of almost know what you're going to expect. Also, Conor McGregor was actually in the crowd that night as well. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're going to compare this, okay, obviously this. Bellator come to Dublin. This is going to be bigger than any other Bellator that, that's been to Dublin, yeah? Yeah, it will definitely it'll be bigger than uh, Hooligan versus Smoke. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. yeah, it'll be bigger than that UFC yeah, event, yeah. yeah. So it's going to be like the second biggest, yeah? Yeah, yeah but uh, our plan for the week is obviously uh, on the Thursday they're doing a media day, so we got the email about that. So we're going to go do some media, meet some of the people there. Um, Friday there's weigh-ins. Friday there's weigh-ins. Uh, let's see if everyone can make weight. And then... Uh, we should probably try and make weight that day as well. What weight do you want to make? Uh, a 250. <laughs> head weight, sorry, 265. You made 265. I'll go for, I'll go for one, I'll go for my own weight class of 115. So I better start bulking. Yeah. But uh, then obviously Saturday is the big show. Um, 
Sky Sports are showing it, Ross. Um, I think it's only for the main card, though, is it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, but like, there's like nine other fights on that probably won't be on Sky, which is actually a bit of a kick in the ass for the, all the Irish fighters on the undercard. Like, yeah. Will Flurry's on the undercard as well, you know? Yeah, no, it, it is a bit disappointing for some, but, you know I mean, you have to take in small steps. Um, you know, you can't, you can't get lost straight away. So the fact that they're even got a deal with Sky Sports is absolutely incredible. Because... Yeah. When UFC or sorry, when Bellator two seventeen was announced, they had no deal. Yeah. So therefore, four fights being on the biggest broadcast uh, sports channel in the United Kingdom and Ireland is much better than zero fights. You know what I mean? So yeah. you have to take it each step at a time. Obviously, Sky Sports are going to test the waters with Bellator and see how they get on. And obviously, if Bellator bring in the numbers, they'll get more airtime. I fully expect it will. So do I, yeah. especially with the likes of you know, MVP and Paul Daly fighting. And especially when Bellator is going to be showing majority time at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's almost like a no-brainer for Sky Sports that, well, once a month, they have to give them uh, airtime on one of their platforms. And also, Sky, Sky Sports just create new channels whenever they want. Yeah. Like, Sky Sports Combat, you know what I mean? And like, there you go, there's boxing and mixed martial arts. Yeah. I think it's actually a really good idea. For yeah. them. They should probably just rob that idea. That they, they actually should, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's perfect. Because they have like the golf channel and yeah. every other channel. And like, like the Premier League channel. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? And I'm delighted. The only thing I'm delighted where the way it's, it's not one, two, three, and four now and it's renamed is that I think there's Sky Sports Cricket. So I never have to watch cricket ever again. Yeah, they're branded, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's, hu- it's going to be a huge life for Irish MMA. Like, people. When Connor was back in the day, he would have loved this opportunity as well, you yeah. know. But uh, we're obviously going to get into that more um, later on in the show and the MMA part of the show. But um, it's going to be a huge night, um, and uh, I don't know. We'll get into it in a bit. But um, that's the sort of crack of the week. But um, the Energize crack of the week. But we're going to start off the show with the crack of the week. Declan Rice last week decided that he would retire his Irish jersey after three appearances. And claim uh, what? What we say? Like, what's the thing when you like claim English nationality? There we go. Yeah, uh, for people who are not actually from Ireland, and uh, there's a lot of people from America being like, "Who's Declan Rice?" Um, he was born in London, and then he was he played for Ireland for the Irish under twenty one international team and the senior team three times, but because he only played in friendly games. He was therefore eligible to play for England and England decided that they would be like, Rice, come play with us. And he he accepted the offer. So he's left Ireland. The whole country seemed in turmoil after this, Ross. I just don't agree with the entire scenario whatsoever. First of all, if he doesn't want to play for Ireland, I don't want him to play for Ireland. Okay. I mean, he yeah. decided he doesn't want to play for us. I don't want people in there who don't want to be there. And I was listening to Kevin Cabana during the week because obviously he's got an English accent. I was just the Gary Breen, and he's got an English accent. Yeah. But he was saying that it happened in their day, and as soon as people's heads are turned by another country, it's not like you're being bought by another club. You know what I mean? He's like, this is the team you choose to represent. Yeah. They don't want you in the squad anymore. Yeah. So I, it, it, not to cut across you there, but back when like Kilban was playing and uh, Gary Breen were playing, people more played for the crest and the badge, and money was just an after thing. Now Declan Rice, he has a new agent, and he was obviously informed that like here Declan if you say you, you come from England you're therefore more valuable to West Ham you're more valuable you just your stock rises like look at Phil Jones who plays for Man U 
He's on about like 80 grand a week. He's been at United nearly 10 years. And if he was Irish, he wouldn't be worth 40 grand a week. He'd be playing for Bournemouth. Yeah, he wouldn't be playing for United, yeah. Oh, look. Declan Rice is there thinking about his own career, you know? Look, I have no issue with Declan Rice deciding to play for England. But if he wanted to play for England, he never should have put on a green jersey. That's, 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 that's the sort of talking one. I don't care if he played under-21s for Ireland. And then, but once he linked up with the senior team, played three games, he got man-match and won the games... I was wearing the green jersey. Kiss Don't the take badge. And put on the English jersey. Especially with the history between the two countries. It's not exactly uh, you know, a friendly rivalry between no. the two of them. So like it's not gonna go down well. Um also he released a statement which like clearly he didn't write because yeah. it was it was about it was probably longer than uh, his leaving sort the English essay. And it was like <laughs> I'm a proud Irishman and a proud Englishman. It's like Look, in my eyes, he can't be both. No, he's one no, or the other. No, he said he was a proud Englishman. Never, he said he was proud of his Irish heritage. Oh, was it? Yeah. But look, I don't have a lot of time for Declan Rice anymore. I'm a bit like, here, look, the only time I'm going to be discussing Rice is whether it be Boyle or Ed Floyd going <laughs> forward. You know what I mean? Look, I just think they need to, <laughs> FIFA, FIFA needs to come out and decide whether international friendlies count as caps now. Because when Declan Rice. Just say he did play for Ireland and he played another 97 times. They'd be like, there's a centenary cap. There, he made 100 caps. It's like, oh, so they do count when you get to 100 caps, those friendly games. But they don't count to be actually registered as an international. Yeah. They just need to change the rules. As soon as you decide to accept, go into that uh, camp, do your training, play the match, then you're Irish. You know what I mean? Or you're English. Whichever team you decide to play for. Yeah. Also, I was listening to Johnny Jaws and John Jaws was like, oh, you should get the youngsters in and you should just cap them for Ireland as soon as you get them. And I was like, I don't start like trapping people into like, and with, especially considering like they might not deserve a call up, but they might potentially be good. So we get them in now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Either you want to play for our country or you don't. Well, other countries are doing that as well, Ross, man. I know, yeah, but like, as in like, they have to physically get on a flight and fly over. It's not as if they get like abducted in the middle of the night and they're all of a sudden branded. I know, yeah, but I'm just like, I don't want. Like, so I, I saw someone post a picture of a team of like, oh, this could be Ireland's team. And I'm like, like, Callum Wilson and Nathan Redman up from them. I was like, they're not Irish. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'd rather be, I'd actually rather be slightly shitter with people who want to play for Ireland than, like, we're not the man city of countries. You know what I mean? Yeah, but here, look, I'm going to counteract that because look at Bundyaki for the Irish rugby. Yeah, but he wants to play for Ireland. Yeah, I know, but, like, yeah, but I don't want someone to just play for Ireland because they can't make the England team. So it's like, oh, well, I'll pay for the B team, Ireland. You know what I mean? I know. It's, Me- it's, do you remember this first broke and we put a show out? And, and I, I actually, I'm pretty sure I probably says something along the lines of, he should go fuck himself. Yeah. But, and then uh, who was it? Dave O'Byrne was writing, counteracting all this stuff. Yeah. Each scenario was different to another thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like Declan Rice, it was the way he went out of his way to play for Ireland at youth level. Remember he yeah. had to like fly back to... Like Estonia, he had to get like a boat and like seven buses and then play and win yeah. and kiss the badge. And then I think you cry when the national anthem played as well. Yeah. And, the, like, oh, and then playing, it's the thing is playing three times. I know um, Shane Duffy, who plays for Ireland as well, he was on the bench once for Northern Ireland and never came on. But Declan Rice had played three times. He was, and also he was good. Like he, yeah. you're looking at him and you're like, this could be future Ireland captain. Because he was that good. But like, 
it just shows now in football that it comes down to it comes down to the money. Yeah. And also, well, it and also yeah. it doesn't really help the way the Irish football team are in absolute turmoil. Also, after in the, after the next two years, Mick McCarthy's gone, and um, Stephen Kenny. Stephen Kenny is the next manager, and like I doubt. Well, obviously Declan Rice knows who Stephen Kenny is now, but he he's looking at Gareth Southgate and all the lads over there. Being like, oh, World Cup semi-final might win it next year. We have Rashford here as well. You know what I mean? Harry Kane, yeah. Raheem Sterling. You know, apart from like, Michal Obafemi. Yeah, yeah. Or like, I, I can't even score a goal. It's sort of like, he the went... with the World Cup next year though. Who? England. No. Because not on. Yeah, but I mean... <laughs> yeah, yeah but they he... could win the next one. They're next batch of players. Verence, yeah. maybe you just look at two sides and look at the England side and was like, right, next, next World Cup could be like... Sancho, Rashford and Sterling up front and like probably Harry Kane still and just be like right well that looks scary yeah. and then yeah. he was probably looking at Ireland and been like right they're going to have Daryl Horgan James McLean and me hollow up up front like alright I know what team I'd rather play for you know what yeah. I mean in fairness he was born in London so I'm, That's I'm, the thing, I'm yeah. a bit like whatever he's English That's fine you know what I mean I'm just sort of glad the decision's been made one way or the other you yeah. know what I mean he's not, he's not from Darky in, in Dublin and spent most of his time going to Blackrock Primary School. You know, this yeah. fellow was born in the in the heart of London. Yeah. And um the, it, the funny thing is, even Ireland had shown the last roll of the dice. Wishing him happy birthday. We, the, what they did was they wished Declan Rice a happy birthday on on the on Irish Instagram. Instagram page. And funnily enough, it was actually the same day as Robbie Brady's, but uh, th- because Robbie Brady doesn't have Instagram, they didn't wish him a happy birthday. I, I was actually speaking to someone who works for the FAI during the week, and they were, I asked them about it. I go, what was the story with that? And they were like, uh, I go, for the first time ever, Ireland decided to stir the pot, and they'd wish him happy birthday. And yeah. I, was like, I was like, you know, it was actually a brilliant idea. Like, like if you're ever going to try and force someone's hand, you might as well try it. Yeah. Uh, just to make a decision and then and I was like I was like yeah but well, I was sorry it was Robbie Brady's birthday that day as well to go yeah no yeah eight hours later we put up the goal against him against Italy and it was like right yeah. but they were like he doesn't have Instagram so I was just like you know what I mean yeah. it's a bit like wishing your dad happy birthday on Facebook you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, like, yeah a lot of people do that yeah. like happy birthday mum and it's like your mum's like 90 and yeah. like she doesn't have Facebook so why are you doing that yeah it's like however now can see that I love my mum yeah it's like oh she loves her mum so much she's all yeah. jealous yeah. But um, yeah, Declan Rice, man. Um, it was actually really, really disappointing to hear. But um, time had gone on so much that I was a bit like, I almost you almost don't give a shit anymore. Like you know what I mean? No. And also, he plays centre defensive midfielder. He's not gonna be. We're not gonna miss out on his goals or anything. But uh, I think that's really gonna affect around in the future. And like knowing already that Stephen Kenny is gonna be the next manager, I was like, oh, it may, like. It wasn't as if like uh, the next manager was Gareth Southgate. You know I mean? almost like moving from Ferguson to David Moyes. Now, yeah. obviously, I'm not calling Mick McCarthy Alex Ferguson, but it's, <laughs> it's more so like. It's more Mick so McCarthy like, had one job, man. When he came in, it was just like get Ricey to say he loves potatoes. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> What's an but, English uh, food? Bubble and squeak. Yeah, yeah. Instead, but uh, bangers and mash. Bangers and mash. All, bangers all, and mash. Though. All. Yeah, all potato references, but uh, yeah, it was really disappointing. And obviously, Ireland have to move on now, but um, that's going to be a huge loss. You know what I mean? You're going to have to return that Irish jersey now. Yeah, Royce. Royce on the back. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's why you have Royce and four on the back. You yeah. could just say underneath the England, Royce four in England. So that would yeah. make perfect sense. But uh, we'll move on into the Champions League. Um, okay, last weekend, myself and Ross actually predicted Manu would win. Uh, we also thought Roma would win, which he did. Uh, we thought that. Real Madrid win and they did and I think 
I think I said Dortmund will win. Yeah, I think, I think we may have both said Dortmund to win. But uh, we'll start off with Man U. Obviously, Man U are coming off a win last night against Chelsea 2-0. I think that makes Solskjaer 12 wins, one draw, one loss, uh, which is absolutely sensational, especially last night's performance. But um, against PSG, I think you know they'll go for the first 25 minutes. Then yeah. PSG sort of got into it. Going into the second half, both Martial and Lingard coming off, like just nullified our pace and then uh Mbappe sort of got going and once he once he put the turbo on them legs, uh Jesus, good luck stopping him. Yeah well, And then Di Maria's a little rad as well, isn't he? Uh, yeah, first the only fans throwing balls at him, so like I, I can't really give out to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, he played brilliantly. He, yeah. He was a great creative figure in the yeah. game. Remember he got he got shoulder barred by Ashley Young oh. into the into the barriers. Do we do we saw it? Yeah. <laughs> but like I think that really lit a fire under his yeah. ass. And I haven't seen a lot of fire under Di Maria's ass since uh, the Real Madrid Champions League final days. He he's one player I watch United and he has to go. Ashley Young. He was caught out of position a goal a few times in that game. And I'm I'm just like I'm not drinking the Ashley Young Kool-Aid. I'm not I'm not sitting there going brilliant and he's after getting a new contract and he's a captain I'm like our worst player on the pitch is actually our captain you know what I mean I don't really like that well the worst player in his position anyway yeah. uh, the only thing is is that like I say that now and then last time Mashi Young played against Liverpool he put Mo Salah in his back pocket you know what I mean yeah. so it's a bit like as, both, as soon as he got slate he probably do something brilliant so hopefully he has a great game against Liverpool but look I was saying to the lads, we have like a WhatsApp group, obviously, and I was texting them, I was like, here, FIFA need to change Mbappe's pace from 99 to 110. I was yeah. watching him, I was like, he was he was like, do you know the way like a track goes? And he was going around the bend and someone was going straight and he went around the bend and finished five yards ahead of the people who were running straight. I was like, he's the fastest person I've ever seen. Play yeah, football. I was going to say that. I, like, remember Fat Ronaldo or yeah. even Cristiano when he yeah. started got moving. I haven't seen someone that fast. No. no. Yeah, I love to see him like I don't know Leroy Sané have a foot race because like he's not in fact, but he's also light and fast dribbling as well. It's frightening, and it's one of those things where he can be two yards behind someone and he can play a through ball to him, and you can guarantee he's going to be there first. Yeah. And he, he didn't give up as well for the for the goal he scored. You know what I mean? He made a great run into the box, and Di Maria knew exactly where he was going to be. Uh, do you know what? It felt after that game that PSG actually had finished the game. Mm. As in, like, it felt like it was like almost like 5 0. Yeah. But then, after, when you look back, I know Pogba sent off. It's only 2 0. And I think, like, it was for United's first defeat in so long. We took it so badly. Yeah. Being like, oh, we're out, we're out. But if you know how to go there, draw, uh, win 2 0, goes to penalties, who knows? If you know how to win 3 1, they go through automatically. Yeah. Um, it was just certain things that PSG did were very, very yeah. good. The way they had uh, Marquinhos. Just Mark Pogba Mark Pogba yeah. out of the game I haven't seen Pogba that marked out of the game since uh, Mourinho's last game in charge and then uh, Verratti just sort of really ran the show there and uh, certain players looked a bit out of their depth but like if you look at United over the last five mm. years how much Champions League experience do we have not m- much no. compared to PSG being in it every year for the last five years and also I think we like played down a bit how good PSG were like I mean yeah. I know Buffon's 96 but yeah, like they've only not they've only lost one game this year yeah. You know what I mean? Some of their players are very good. Uh, I think a turning point also was Kimpepe didn't yeah, get sent off. off yeah. yeah. And also the ref was sort of ruling the game, dishing out yellow cards and stuff. Yeah, it was well. like yellow cards and then no red cards. Yeah. You know what I think with Kimpepe, what happened was is I think his first fell probably didn't actually warrant a yellow card. But the ones after he was doing were actually more so yellow cards than he was originally booked yeah. for. And I thought maybe the ref fell bad. Uh, also, Marquinhos was brilliant against Pogba. He was, I think he was he was doing all these like sort of niggly bits. He was like in his ear. He was like sort of kicking him. He was doing all the like sort of professional fouls that aren't 
quite fouls to him. That, that's what I think that uh, PSG were very good at. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, underrated. Like, obviously, we don't watch the league on. Yeah, they're very crafty, weren't they? Yeah, they're, they're, they're slow and they're always in the ref's ear and niggling. Like, yeah. Dani Alves is a king of that. Remember, yeah. like, it, it, they were sort of he like... Was, he was very good in that game. They were, but, like, their maturity is in, like, their their mm. players, would, like, certain players would be a lot older than ours and they'd be, like, almost veterans of the Champions yeah. League. And they know the tricks of the trade when it gets into Europe. Small margins make big differences. Whereas, you know, like, like when Martial and Lingard came off, like, Rashford... Rashford isn't season pro. No. He's only he's only at this level in a couple and, of years. And Thiago Silva was brilliant in that yeah, game. He was, was unreal. I haven't seen him play that well in ages. Yeah, Thiago Silva was a monster there, and that's that goes to show how much you know they're missing out in their yeah. centre backs. Yeah. I mean, like Lingard. I mean, sorry, Lindelof is sort of the nice guy, and then uh, we he needs a dog beside him. Yeah, and like look at Smalling. Smalling came out of private school and from from Fulham. Yeah, you know what I mean. He, like he was a rugby boy. He's not a. Hmm. He's not a. Sergio Ramos or a Pepe, something you you need those like they're the yeah. men, the men that really take charge. Sure, if you actually just look at that side, like Thiago Silva, I'm pretty sure he won the Champions League, didn't he? With AC Milan, no, no. Oh, okay, well, obviously not. Right, he's won a lot of trophies since day. Yeah, uh, Dani Alves is like the most decorated European footballer of all time. Yeah, uh, Buffon is like more serious than I've had hot dinners. Uh, like Cavani is. The all-time leading goal scorer in France. Yeah, and uh, he, he was out injured. So was Neymar. M- Mbappe, World Cup winner. Mbappe, World Cup winner. Uh, like they're a Di Maria Champions League winner. I mean, their level of you know quality and their level of experience is far beyond anything Man United have. Yeah, I sort of undersold them because, like, really, see, they only have a few hard games a year, mm. and I just thought they weren't going to be really that up for it. But then, they they. They have they have like the wheels in motion for the last few years of how their style yeah. of play is, so everyone knows exactly what they're doing. Whereas you know they're only really doing the last yeah. ten games, you know. So fair play to them. Like uh, yeah. some players, like I was astonished how good Verratti was. He wasn't even meant to be that fit. Mbappe was sensational, and I'm sort of like I'd love to see him in the Premier League. Yeah, not with anyone else, bar United, but yeah. I. You want more He's talent. He's yeah, you want to be spoiled for talent every game you turn on a TV. Yeah, let's have a look at the other ones. Rome will be Porto two one. Yeah, uh, I think. Whoever wins that leg is like looking to be knocked out in the next round anyway. Yeah. Um, a hometown hero score for Roma, some young chap scored yeah. two goals. Yeah. Um, uh, we're sort of like, I mean, Roma were home 2 yeah. 1, we expected that. Uh, obviously, Real Madrid won 2 1 against Ajax. Did you see the Ajax fans were setting off fireworks at 4 o'clock in the morning in Real Madrid's hotel? People have done that before. Yeah. At Real Madrid. I, think, I think it happens in Turkey quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. 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 Bringing the hotel rooms. Yeah. yeah, but I was like, that's loose. Obviously, it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously it didn't work yeah. But then uh, Spurs won 3-0 Against Borussia Dortmund man Yeah um, Man can we just say How good is Son Isn't he unreal isn't he Yeah The Spurs Party son He scored three times now In a row against uh, Borussia Dortmund The last three games he scored oh, I'm just like That's incredible And fair play to Spurs For running Dortmund off Park Because they're winning the league Over in Germany As far as I'm aware Yeah what do you make of how Pochettino's getting on there? Obviously, he's been linked with the United job ever since Solskjaer stood in. But uh, supposedly the talk now is if Solskjaer beats Liverpool this weekend, he gets the job. Oh, I, just, I couldn't believe he lost that game, by the way. I, I know, yeah. I, I was so ex- it was the first time I was excited for a game since... It, it really hell was brought back down to earth as oh, well. Yeah. It, was like, it was really like... Yeah. I, at first, when we turned into Liverpool fans, we were like, we're the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, 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 I think Pochettino... You know, I feel like he's almost him and Jurgen Klopp are like the Premier League media darlings. Like all the papers love writing about them. They're all like they're brilliant, they're brilliant, they're brilliant. And Solskjaer. 
yeah, we'll get to him in a minute because he's new, but neither of those have won a trophy at the respective club. So, like, I think this is their final year of, you know, not winning a trophy before the fans start to go, where's our trophies? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't be in the job four or four and a half years and be like, have people trying to say you're the best manager in the world and then you win nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's only at the end of the season you realise there's only like three trophies to win. The Premier League, the FA Cup and the Carling Cup. Yeah. And like all the teams don't give a shit about the Carling Cup. Yeah. And no one really cares about the FA Cup until you're in the semi-final or quarter-final depending on where you are in the yeah. league. And you're like, oh shit, we could actually win this, you know? And the Premier League, only one team can win it. I know that sounds like something Mike Lone would say, but there's 20 teams in the Premier yeah. League, only three trophies really going. There's going to be 17 unhappy teams. And most yeah. of the time, yeah, half time someone wins, wins the Premier League and yeah. the others. Yeah. By the, way, by the way, Manchester City have never reclaimed a, to- a trophy they've ever won. And also they're playing in the League Cup final this Sunday as well against Chelsea. Honda Chelsea. <laughs> Maurizio Sarri needs to win that to oh, save his job. But the last time they played the last 6-0. Honda Chelsea. Honda Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Spurs, what's the name? Yeah, you're, no, bring him back to Klopp and uh, Pochettino. You're 100% correct. It's just... Um, yeah, you know I mean? You can't be brilliant and not win something. Yeah. Where's Pochettino go from here then? See, like, that Real Madrid job is, like, fairly up in the air. Like, I don't think, like, they're Real Madrid, like, Solari, yes. No, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's, not like, a, he's not a club legend. Yeah, but they're like, Solari, who? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a, that's, I think that's a closer yeah. um, idea, but... The Argentinian McManaman. I'd be surprised Pochettino's still there next year, unless Burr's cap get out of the checkbook. Yeah, but how much money are they going to need? They're going to need, like, 300 million to make any significant change. Like, you already have Harry Kane... Deli Ali Son, Ericsson. You know what I mean? Like someone to make a substantial, like, extra push to yeah, win a league is gonna have to cost you like a hundred million, you know? I don't know who the boy, maybe Yeah, who would the boy as well? Maybe like a winger in the centre midfield or something. You know what I mean? He's gonna go to Real Madrid, isn't yeah. he? Because he can't go to Barca because he used to play for Espanol and he comes across as someone who uh, actually cares. Cares, yeah. yeah. Although if he goes straight to United, he doesn't really care. Valverde just won a new deal at Barcelona. The Barcelona manager. And all the fans oh. were like shit. Like. There's the, I think they're going to win who do you, sorry we forgot to mention who we thought was going to win the Champions League I, I, I still like Juventus for it yeah? yeah I just think I think Messi is just going to bring them there do you know, that, do you know Barcelona over the weekend had 20 shots uh, 20 chances and goal yeah. uh, Messi took like I think 8 of them and then he was the assister of 12 so he was he was involved in all the shots but the only one won nil or a 2-0 yeah, I know but apparently Barcelona fans for the first time ever turned on Messi and was like he didn't have a good game they're such little rats, aren't yeah, they? No, I, was like, I was like, I was like, can we turn on Messi? Yeah. Burn the Messi jersey. Yeah. Here, supposedly Neymar is saying he wants to go back to Barcelona. And the Barcelona are like, no, we don't want him back. He, he doesn't say fit or anything. No. I feel like he's always just the, he's like, fragile boy. I feel like yeah. him for like, yeah, because he, he holds up like, to the ball and pisses off too many people. He's like, he's like, he's like, 99 skills, <laughs> 99 like, showboat, showboat or whatever. And then it's like, 10 health you know what I mean like yeah. all he takes is a good kick Yeah, it's because he just winds people up so yeah. much they want to take the legs yeah. off so also right. like he does so much rolling on the ground after he's been fouled that was like probably doesn't help his body as well yeah I didn't like that about the Brazilian team a lot of them did it and yeah. milked it for every last drop and I wasn't like I think Neymar did like 14 rolls down the touchline at one stage yeah didn't he like roll off the pitch then yeah. roll back on yeah. <laughs> yeah or that could have been a meme online yeah. but uh, we look at the Champions League that's on this week Roscoe because um, today, because we're doing this at 9 o'clock in the morning for all you Energizers. What are they called? Yeah, we the are. People of Energizers. What are they called? Like, Energizers? Yeah. Is that it? Um, 
Ener guys and inner gals. That's probably a bit better, yeah. Um, okay, today, Leon are taking on Barcelona. Leon are looking at all right, though. Well, I actually don't like the way the Champions League can watch both games. If you know what I mean, I, I almost wish one was on at 7 o'clock and the next was on 9 o'clock and you can watch them back yeah. to back. Um, you know what? Leon are, they beat PSG at home. So, so I actually think they're going to give Barcelona a very good game okay. in Leon. I'll go, uh, I'll go 2-1 Barcelona. I'm going to say one all draw. Quality. And then also, Liverpool are taking on Bayern Munich. That's a good game, man. Yeah. Is he, like, I don't know what Bayern Munich are going to show up. Like I'd Maybe the German see, ones. Yeah, maybe. But it's easy to see. It's so, it's so funny. If you look at Bayern Munich's team on paper, like they're so good. But like as you say, you don't play a game of football on paper. Yeah. Uh, I could easily see Liverpool win 3 0, but I could also see it being a 2 all draw. I'm going to say 2 all. Bayern Munich's defence is incredible. Yeah, I think 2 all is a decent shout as well. Do you know what? One game I really want to see in the Champions League is Liverpool take on Barcelona. I want yeah. to see Messi go against Van Dijk and see what happens. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Remember years ago after uh, Bellamy hit John Arnorisa with a, a golf club and yeah. then Liverpool won in the new camp. It, I, I could just something's gonna happen. Uh, so, uh, also, that'd be interesting. To see Lewandowski versus uh, Van Dijk because obviously Lewandowski is a sort of physical striker and obviously Van Dijk's a very physical defender. So it'd be interesting to see. Yeah. So we we're going for. I'm going Barcelona two one. And I'm saying two draws. Bayern two two. Then uh, tomorrow, Atletico Madrid take on Juventus. This is like such a good game of football that it could actually be a Champions League final. Um, a lot of people were saying this is Atletico Madrid's year to try and you know do something. Their team looks very good. Barcelona are definitely worse than they were two years ago. Real Madrid are significantly worse than they were two years ago. So are Atletico Madrid starting with Morata um, and? No, I think at the moment it's Co- I think it's Costa and Griezmann front of the moment. Griezmann, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah, but, no. What you make of Griezmann these days? Because obviously well, he won the World Cup, but uh, that's been much hype around him since. I, I think he's, or has there? Uh, well, like, I, I think he's actually doing grand. As in, it's a bit like it's a bit like Ronaldo in uh, for Juventus. You know what I mean? Like he scored twenty goals in twenty eight games, and it's really like that's fine. If you know what I mean? Like it's, I, I think he's probably scored. I think what are they twenty three games into the league? He scored some like fourteen goals. So like he's. Doing more than his fair share, you know what I mean? Um, but I don't know, there's some, something about Juventus Ronaldo that like can't help think they're going to win. Uh, I'm going to say 2-1. I don't think it's going to be a particularly high-scoring game. Both have very good defences. I'll go 1-1. Uh, then Schalke are taking on Man City. Man, mm. City seemed, Man, City, Man City seemed to get the look of the draw nearly every round, don't yeah, they? Yeah, definitely. I, I'm going to say 3-0 City. Uh, the return, <laughs> and uh, the return of Leroy Sané to Schalke, I think yeah. he'll, he'll get in the sporty. You think he'll start? Yeah, well, I think they'd be foolish not to start him against his ex club. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, that's uh, those games are on tonight, and then the Champions League returns again in two weeks. So if uh, you're enjoying the football crack and you wanted to come yeah. back in two weeks, make sure to let us Honestly, know. Also, you know you play Liverpool on Sunday. What's your prediction for that? Um, big big game. I think in order, like obviously Liverpool have to take on Bournemouth this this yeah. week. Um. I'm going to go 2 1 United. Also, yeah. my dad's going to it, and our friends, Ron O'Leary and Mark Hosser, are going there. Yeah, so yeah, I'm going to say United win as well. Yeah. Uh, Paris, I'm never going to say United are going to lose. No, well, after that, yeah. after that performance. But, um, yeah. yeah. Pogba run the show against Chelsea. Also, before we get into the MMA, uh, Irish rugby are, the Irish rugby team are taking on Italy 
on Sunday as well in the Six Nations. Ross, yeah, in the Stadio uh, Olimpico. Ross, last time we, we witnessed the Green of Ireland, they defeated the Blue of Scotland. Yeah, uh, look, I think Ireland are going to win here and I think they're going to win by about 24 points. Yeah. Uh, this is a real chance for Ireland to show what they're made of. Get out there, get the tries in, get the bonus point in there. And let's try and have a you know free flowing expansive game of rugby. I want to be entertained in this one. There hasn't been much hype around it. I mean, I haven't really, although I haven't heard much stuff going on about Belter Dublin either. There, the, no, the, Dublin. Is it fair to say that Ireland's a bit seems a bit quiet or something? Yeah, I, I, I don't think. Or is a storm? Is a storm brewing? Maybe maybe come Wednesday or Thursday, our opinion might have changed. Yeah, so I, I think there was so much hype behind it, and now it's just totally flat. Yeah, well, uh, maybe people are just like aren't aware yet because it's only it's only Tuesday. People aren't aware saying what's going on this weekend, and then come Thursday, Friday, it's all people will be talking about. Could be the Champions League as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Also on Saturday, France taking on Scotland at a quarter past two. Very early, isn't it? Uh, I'm gonna go for Scotland. Scotland yeah. yeah. And then also Wales are taking on England at four forty-five. I'm gonna pick Wales just because like I hope England don't win it. Yeah. And that Italy versus Iran game is on at 3 o'clock on Sunday. And then the games uh, after that come back on the 9th of March. So we have another week off and then we're playing again. Yeah, another week off and then we're playing the game again. And then also with the Champions League, it's another week off. And then if it's the return fixtures, man, you have to go to Paris. All that other crack and we'll be bringing it up as well. So that's the rugby. Uh, what was your prediction? I said Ireland by 24. Yeah, I'm just hoping to get it back on track or something. So you just want a bonus point. You want four tries. Let's get a bonus point for the lads, you know. Something like Farrell to get a bonus point. Uh, also, Ross, Auntie Joshua's after getting booked in. He's fighting in, he's fighting in MSG. And supposedly it was the fastest selling boxing fight ever. Wow. Uh, yeah, it just goes against to show, Big Baby, sorry. It goes, just goes to show Auntie Joshua's a draw over in America now as well, which is great for his sort of drawing power. Look, not the fight I want to see, not the fight you want to see, but look, it's a fight Baby, Eddie Hearn wanted to see. Big Baby Miller is uh, well, I think that's because he promotes both fighters. Uh, Big Baby Miller, he's I think he weighs like three hundred fifteen pounds. He's built like a bleeding fridge, so I'll be interested to see how he gets on. But I think AJ's gonna fridge. handily win. Yeah, same here. Um, Tyson Fury also <laughs> signed a contract with ESPN to, so he's with ESPN. Anthony Joshua is with the zone and Deontay Walder is with Showtime. Um I've no idea how that all is gonna work out. Suppose see Fury says now he he's he's the biggest name in boxing, so he needs to be with a big company. Um there's talk of potentially that Wilder and Fury might not be signed next, but I can't see Fury just signing to fight someone else randomly, especially with that much money up next, you know. I, yeah, I don't I don't think Fury brings in the numbers by himself, but I think Fury's the best dance partner for anyone to have, if that makes sense. As yeah. in, as long as the other person has a good name, Fury brings, is going to make money. But I don't think Fury making a show of some fella no one's ever heard of is like overly entertaining. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. they already did that. Remember, he did it in Northern Ireland. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I'm feeling what's going on right now and hopefully this is what happens that Anthony jo- Joshua's over in America trying to get big numbers over there and then Wilder takes on Fury and the winner takes on Fury. No, sorry, Wilder takes on Fury. Oh yeah, sorry. Oh, I was thinking Josh was going to fight. It's because if I make eye contact with you when we're talking, it's it's like um what? Oh, I, it's I, like Stavern. I think he's I think he's gone over there to try and get the Wilder fight. Yeah, that's the states, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Because if he fights Fury, it's going to come back to the UK. Yeah, yeah. But um, 
that's the crack of the week. If you're enjoying the Energize show so far, make sure to give us a shout out on the Instagram because we really appreciate that. But um, by the way, man, we're close to nearly 10,000. That's swipe up. Yeah, it's great. <clears throat> on the lads. Yeah. So uh, Bellator is on this weekend, twice in the Mohican Sun. Uh, I always find it strange that they do two events one night after the other in the same venue, but sure, look, I'm always happy enough to watch them. Yeah, do you think there's a deal for if you have tickets for a Friday, get them cheaper on a Saturday? I'll tell you there is. That's it's the... like a, a combo package. Yeah. Um, what? Same seats. We... <laughs> same seats, yeah. Yeah, it's like you can leave your drink there and all. Um, yeah, so the first Bellator event that was on Friday night was Bellator 215. Uh, it was being headlined by Matt Mitrion against Sergei Karatonov. Um, we're just going to look at the other fights first that anyone might give a shit about. Austin Vanderford. Yeah. AKA. Mr. Van Zandt. Yeah. Sinks in the rear naked choke. Gets the job done. Uh, very, very impressive. Moves to 7-0. and What a guy. Yeah. Austin Vanderford. Our mate. He's uh, looking better and better each time we see him, isn't yeah. he? I can't believe Dana White didn't take him on. Like, he's Mr. Van Zandt. Yeah, especially because he fought in the Contender Series. Yeah. And won. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, Austin Vanderford, the uh, Vanderford bandwagon continues. Yeah. Uh, also, Mike Kimball, your Lo- mate, got yeah, defeated. He lost. <laughs> lost by yeah, submission. yeah he, he also lost by rear naked choke. It was actually, uh, he, he was he was in the rear naked choke, and your man tried, Kimball tried to do like a forward roll and like slam yeah. him. Or sorry, no, he was in a triangle, he tried to pick him up, powerbomb, tried to Batista, yeah. and uh, didn't work. No. Got I was wa- yeah, I was watching it and I was like, oh, he's meant to win. Oh, he lost. Yeah, I was, I was actually disappointed. It's funny how you can't, like, no matter what you do, you can't guarantee a win. Look yeah. at Pico. And then, like, with Dylan Danis, they were, they were just like, oh, hopefully he wins. You know what yeah. I mean? You can't, like, once they go out there, there's no bullshit. Yeah, CM Punk. CM Punk, yeah. Uh, then, also, um, Logan Storley beat Ian Pascu. Logan Storley goes 10-0 and 0 now. Yeah. Win by decision. Yeah, we were sort of expecting that. Ian Pascu was very game in the fight, but just Storley looks like a top-of-the-range prospect. Yeah. I wonder what Pascu's going to do now. He's obviously trained out of SPG. He lost his fight before that against uh, Lorenzo Larkin. He's just going to go to Bellator Dublin. What, sit there and watch the lads? Watch the lads. Yeah, what I mean. I wonder what he's going to do next with his fights. Who knows? And then uh, Matt Mitrion versus Sergei Karatonov. Uh, this ended in about 20 seconds. Yeah, Matt yeah. Mitrion kicked Karatonov right in the balls. Yeah, Matt Mitrion. His balls are hot. Matt Mitrion punted Sergei Karatonov right in the balls and it was no contest. What was Matt Mitrion doing? It was as if he was just pissed off. I, I don't think he was... Uh, I don't think he kicked the balls on purpose. And now I think he was just a bit freaked that your man didn't continue. I wonder if your <laughs> man get kicked the balls and go, if I don't continue, that's grand. And I still get paid. Yeah. So it's grand. Did it get paid for that? Yeah. So Mitrion gets paid as well? Yeah. <laughs> Kicking the balls. You know what we do? We'll walk out. You kick me in the bollocks and we both get paid. It should have been, it should have been a DQ. No, I don't think so. Well, he just absolutely yeah, pulverised like, his balls. Yeah, but I don't think he like, meant it. And plus, you sort of get away with one, and you get a warn. Actually, if I with loads of money. But, uh, yeah, what's to make of that event on Friday, anyway? It was grand. I was more so looking forward to the, the following night's event. But uh, this one, I was like, it's grand. Yeah. Then, um, yeah, it was grand. Uh, but it was a shit ending. Then, uh, the yeah. following night, on Saturday, it was Bellator 216. Jeez, we're promoting the shit out of Bellator. Yeah. Uh, it was being headlined by Michael Venom Page against Paul Daly. But uh, we'll look at what else was on the card first. Valerie Lareda won, uh, the member of the Bay. Yeah, the yeah did, you, did you see that finish? Um, she actually got her on the ground and was sort of like playing basketball with her head. I was like, that was very impressive. Dribbling. Yeah. Uh, also, undefeated Yaroslav Amosov beat Eric Silva. Yeah. And then, Great uh, wrestling. Czech Congo defeated Vitaly Minikov uh, by decision. Yeah. 
Czech Congo, man. He's won his last seven fights in Bellator. Like, what more does that fella want? Yeah. Also, Minikov had never lost before. Yeah, and Minikov was 20 and 0 going into that. Yeah, so, like, Czech think, Congo do, versus Bader, like, has to be made. Did we not say back Congo to win that? Yeah, we did, yeah. He's probably, like, the biggest asset that I, Bellator can have, really. I'm, I'm almost like, what a revival of his career, Czech Congo. Yeah. Because, like, he was, like, just, like, Ah, uh, if you need a heavyweight to fight someone, just throw him against Congo and they'll be Congo. And now yeah. it's like, and he was, Congo's the man. Yeah, he wasn't even in the, yeah, he wasn't even in the Grand Prix. Yeah. Uh, would you like to see Congo against uh, Matt Mitrion? No, I think he should fight Bader. He's already fought Mitrion twice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then, uh, then uh, Mirko Krokop defeated Roy Nelson, our mate, uh, yeah. by decision. Uh, supposedly the talk of the town is that Krokop could be taking on Fedor. Yeah? Yeah. I'll be all about that. Yeah. Although, like, Someone needs to tell Fedor to get back on the steroids. Because the Krokop's definitely on them. Well, we know Fedor listens as well, so... Yeah. He definitely heard that. Yeah, take off your jumper and get on the steroids. Then in uh, the main event, Michael Venom Page defeated Paul Daly by decision. Ross, this was a bit of a letdown, by the way, wasn't it? Um, yeah, Paul Daly like, actually started wrestling a lot. Uh, They're I, both I wrestling. Like, yeah, I, I was like a bit amused by it, but look, I thought Daly won, I think it was round two and three, and I thought MVP won the rest of them. Uh, Daly obviously got tired doing wrestling because he doesn't normally do wrestling and therefore in the later rounds MVP started to pick him off again but ne- at neither either, any stage of the fight I was like oh it's about to be over you know what I mean yeah. I, I don't like when I'm like never like he's about to get him that, that's what happened when I was watching it I was like something's gonna happen never happened I was, it was almost like I was expecting like a better version of Anderson Silva versus uh, yeah. Adesanya and just didn't get it. Yeah, it was like watching uh, Wonder Boy versus Woodley. Um, let me tell you this, and I don't think you know. Um, I was I was watching Brendan Schaub's podcast, and he was discussing Michael Venom Page, and then he said that people told him that his Michael Venom Page, don't you know, Michael Venom Page's dad died. Yeah. Do, do you know? Yeah, no, I knew that. Yeah. Oh well, you yeah, don't know. I, what? Re- I remember the last time someone's dad died. It was like, was a Wonder Boy's dad died. And you fought no. someone and lost. No, one of boys' dad's still alive. Oh yeah, she's in his corner. Yeah, but um, someone's dad died. Yeah, but you know what happened? What? Mike Van Page's dad was supposedly the Bill Cosby of uh, English MMA. Supposedly he had like a dojo and like he was touching all the kids, touching all all underage girls at under the age of twelve and stuff, like loads of them, like twenty two accounts. Yeah, I didn't know this man. I didn't know. Yeah, I, I was sure. Yeah, well, obviously you didn't because I was waiting for you to be like yes, but uh, yeah. Well, obviously, MVP is not going to bring that up. In no. it, but um, I was surprised. Daly snaps like anything. I would yeah. have thought Daly would say something. I don't know. It was just very... When I heard this, I was like, hold on. How did this not come across? We were putting pictures out with him and all. Me with the Guardians of the Galaxy arm. Oh, yeah, obviously, yeah. But, like, he hasn't done anything wrong. So, like, that's no, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I know. But, like, if there's something that big of a deal going on with someone, I'm, someone like, hasn't been, like... It's never been overly reported. Because I feel like if it was, we know. But you know like, I mean? Yeah, but it's been going on for about 20 years. I think it was first followed in 1985 or something. Jeez. Yeah, but uh, no, that was crazy. I was like, what? Like 20 accounts? Because we were, we were watching... What's that program we were watching on Netflix? Well, I think you saw... Oh, Abducted in Plain Sight? Yeah. I mean, someone could have been like, speaking of that. Yeah. But like, oh, I can't believe that. Like, it's almost so weird. If, so, if some of his family members do something so fucked up because MVP was a fucking legend to us yeah. when we were talking to him. And he was like, yeah, I'll come on the show and all. I was like... I was yeah, like, can I wear the arm? Legend. I know yeah, it doesn't, yeah. yeah, but uh, like, I'm like, 
don't you mean there's uh there's obviously families around their parents fucking go and do mad shit and, yeah and then but that like that's not based on what the kid did I don't know that I was, was wondering because uh, <clears throat> now like obviously I wasn't expecting that but when they were asking him about it was that he was being a bit like weird about the answers you know what I mean was he yeah like like it wasn't it didn't I, seem like someone who normally lost or that alright he was sort of like hesitant to talk about it yeah, I but, thought maybe he was just upset yeah like, exactly yeah. Yeah. but like obviously there's a reason he doesn't like talking about this damn public yeah that was crazy yeah that's crazy isn't it? yeah mad yeah but uh, moving on this weekend is Bellator by the way it's Bellator Dublin but uh, they actually made it 217 yeah. wouldn't they do that for Newcastle because they said for the European series that uh, they were going to call them all like Bellator Dublin but uh, they decided to give it 217 they must think it's going to be a big enough card well I, I think they number all them anyway but I think they're just like marketing it as Bellator Dublin they're numbering it all uh, yeah by the way Johnny Jitsu's off the card see his opponent pulled out no way is he yeah I'd say he's snapping Oh, he, was, he wasn't happy. And he's like, oh, I could be on the, the, the one in Birmingham, but like, you're in Dublin, you yeah. know? Yeah. The amount of tickets he would have sold for you. Stephen Tierney's. Carl Moore's Steve, off the card as well. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Stephen Tierney's giving away them them free ticket, them tickets now in a raffle for yeah. uh, STPT training sessions. Yeah, that's it. Shout out to Tierney. But, um, yeah, and then Sinead Cavett off the card as well. Jeez, Bellator need, really, really needs to update this as well. Jeez, they really need, geez, they're actually really do. They have Keeper Crosby on the undercard. Is he on the main card now, is he? Yeah, he got bumped into the main card. Let me grab my phone here. He, he really deserves it. Um, here, while I'm grabbing he's my phone, been, you just... He's a monster. Tell, tell us what people should expect from Bellator coming up uh, this weekend, Ross. For anyone that hasn't gone to one event before. Look, Bellator Dublin... Uh, uh, I would just advise anyone who's going, get there early. Get there for the earlier fights. You know what I mean? You're, you might watch someone who you think is going to be the next big thing. Like We watched some fighters like Fabian Edwards. and um, We saw them earlier in their career. And we're like, wow, they're going to be the next big thing. So, like, if you want to be there and say you saw the next big thing, well, then make sure you get there early. Also, there's a lot of SPG fighters on the card. So, whether you, you actually know who they are, you might actually recognize them when you see them. Like, Richie Smullen fought in the Ultimate Fighter House. You'll notice him. He's on the card. Uh, <clears throat> if you listen to the show, Will Fleury's also on the undercard. And you'll, listen, and you'll see him as well. So, try and get there early to, you know... Give those fighters on the lower portion of the card, you know, a bit of, you know, respect and a bit of, you know, you can cheer for them. Yeah. It'd be funny, if most people go for the first fight, I wonder how I wonder how pissed they'll be by the last fight, you know? Because I remember we went to the yeah. Conor McGregor one, and by the last fight rolled around, I was absolutely locked. Yeah. You, 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 <laughs> you did a Harry Houdini and just, like, went home. Did I was it? like, Yeah, I was like, where are you? And it was like, gone home, man. I was like... All right, fair enough. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, jeez. But, um, yeah, okay, so... You were like, had a great time. I was like, I was like, I was just locked. I was like, all right. Yeah, yeah. Back when I was responsible. Uh, yeah, so Bellator is on this weekend. Myself and Ross are going to the media day yeah. on Thursday. We're going to the weigh-ins Friday. And then we're going to the event on Saturday. Uh, people were messaging as well. What time do you think it's going to kick off about? I, I think first flight, five o'clock. Yeah, like five, half five, I'd yeah. say. Yeah. But uh, the first fight is being is kicking off. Dylan Logan's taking on Andrew Murphy. Then in the featherweight division, Liam McCourt's taking on Haytis Oziert. Sam- she's, she's got a lot of hope, hope behind her, isn't she, Liam McCourt? Yeah, Liam McCourt, one on one. Sam Slater's taking on Chris Duncan, both lads undefeated. Then Alfie Davis is taking on Daniel Scatassi. Uh, then Will Fleury, Will fucking Fleury, is taking on Sean Taylor. Will's four on one, Sean's eight on one. Uh, Olga Rubin's taking on Ioni Rastafari Yazan. Um, I am. Okay. Uh, Ryan Curtis is taking on Lewis Gonzalez 
in the flyweight division. Uh, Walter Gazada is taking on Ruben Crawford. Richie, the face of Bellator, Kylie is taking on Mikel Boucher. Um, That'd be good. I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Uh, I was surprised Richie Kylie's not on the main card. If you're the face of Bellator, usually you should be... Uh, yeah, but if you're the self-proclaimed face of Bellator, I think it's different. I know. But like, all the, do you know the, the, it seems like the, the people who are doing the majority of the... Uh, Promotion of this have been Richie and have been Will. They seem to be doing loads. Of, yeah. Like just by going through the hashtags, Beltor Dublin. Uh, then Paul Redmond's taking on Cherry Leary. Are you surprised Paul Redmond isn't on the main card, Ross? He's, he was on the UFC Dublin card. Yeah, UFC Dublin. He's also fought Bellator before. Look, he could easily be on the main portion of the card. I think he's what, second, last prelim. Yeah. Uh, I think it just becomes, you know. You just insert fight here, you know what I mean? Yeah. It seems like Bellator are more catering to yeah. the SPG needs rather than Team Rhino. Yeah. Uh, then Charlie Ward versus Jamie Stevenson. That's on the that's the end of the prelims. Then on the main card, Richie Smullen is taking on Adam Gustav in the featherweight division. We're obviously back on Richie Smullen yeah. here. Submission? Yeah, I think leg lock. Yeah. Then uh, in the welterweight division, Kiefer Crosby, 5-0 undefeated. It's taking on Daniel Olnianik. Like I mean, last time Keeper was in the octagon in it's Dublin, violence. It was pure violence. Yeah. yeah. So uh, don't bring any underage kids, and if you do, bring them with fake ID. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or why would you bring an underage kids anyway? Um. Then uh, in the light in the co-main event, the lightweight division, Peter Queedy's taking on Miles Price. Uh, this has a bit of back and forth yeah. us because um, Miles Price trained trained with Khabib over an AKA. Yeah, and then uh, and Peter Queedy and McGregor are good mates training out in SBG Nice. Yeah, is Miles Price actually from Ireland though, isn't he? Yeah, he is, yeah. He sort of... Queedy's... I watched an interview with Peter Queedy on the the No Shame podcast with... Uh, Paddy Hoolan. Paddy Hoolan. And uh, Peter Queedy's from Watford. Yeah. But um, he was telling some gas stories how he was in like Kazakhstan. And, oh, I don't know, all this stuff. It, it was actually hilarious. But uh, because he looks real... Like, doesn't look like he talks. But um, he sort of put Miles Price in the in the... Like looking bad into this fight because uh, obviously Miles Price is looking forward to this fight as well. So Lydia, our mate, was yeah. interviewing him and stuff. But like Peter Creedy, sort of like he's a rat and I'm the Irish guy. So uh, people are going to be siding towards Peter yeah. Creedy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I know, but I feel a bit bad for Miles Price. You know what I mean? Sure, sure look, he sort of made his bed and now he has to lie in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know I mean like, yeah. he was Team Khabib. Yeah. Well, I don't overly feel sorry for him, but I'm no. a bit like. He was probably so proud of himself, and now all of a sudden he's almost the foreigner. Yeah, fighting. Fair enough. I feel bad for him that he has to fight in the three arena, and everyone's going to be booing him. Yeah, yeah, but it is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, Honda Peter. Anyway, Peter Creedy, man, that fellow has been through. St- he's the like Irish Artem. And then the main event in the main event, Ross James Gallagher versus Stephen Graham. I still don't know what Stephen Graham looks like. No, you d- no, I'm joking. No, no, I do know what he looks oh. like, but like yeah, you might as well, you might as well not know what he looks like. Yeah. He looks like some fella they grabbed off YouTube or something. Yeah, yeah he looks like a... He looks like a less... He looks a bit like Peter Creeley, except uh looks like he's done lost less miles or yeah. less rounds in the ring. But uh, this is, like, let's call it Spade Spade here. Look, we're all, we're all fans of James and what he's sort of doing in Bellator. He is the Conor McGregor of Bellator. Like, Bellator aren't pushing anyone else no. like this guy. Like, no. who, who's, in, who's in the same realm? Maybe AJ McKee or something. No. Not but even like, Gagor Mousasi's getting this push. No. Well, like, not not in terms of, like, press and talk, man. In terms of ability, there's, like, a few. But, oh, no, ability. Uh, ability. Pico gets quite a bit pushed as well. Yeah. But, like, headlining it all over the place, James Gallagher, it's, it's pretty incredible for him. Yeah. Maybe MVP's getting that sort of rope as well. He gets sort of paraded around. 
Uh, James is getting so yeah. much, so much. Uh, the thing is, he sort of like causes controversy as well. Yeah. Like so, some people are with him, some people are against him. But uh, anytime we've met him, he's been sound. It was, I think it was the whole, he'd been off for ages, he was dying to get going. He's also yeah. only 20, what, 21, 22. Yeah, he is. So uh, look, I expect James to get in there, get a submission in the first round. Maybe probably rear naked choke. What's your take on it? This is set up for James yeah. to win. He was already already previously meant to headline Dublin, yeah. and he got injured as well. But uh, there's some we put out uh, questions there on the Energize Instagram page asking, did you have any questions about this event? Yeah. Uh, Ian Gary goes, can of piss. Shout out to Ian Gary winning his yeah. debut for Cage yeah. Warriors. What a legend! He looked he looked phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal in that. He he's looks better than he's ever looked. He has it all going for him. Yeah, like he, he has he's the looks. And bounce. Yeah, he has looks. He has the height. He's yeah, he's grown massively. Uh, yeah. So many people logged in on Facebook to watch him fight yeah. that as well, and uh, he looked very impressive. Uh, I mean, we're gonna have to have him on the show yeah. soon as well, uh, but I'm sure everyone's clamoring to get him on. Uh, Basmo for show goes roll on Saturday. Uh, Ian Kennedy goes buzzing for this. Uh, Marcus Moore, but a great point. He goes looking forward to McGregor shenanigans. Is yeah. Conor McGregor going to be there? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Wouldn't miss it. Will he be sitting up in the nosebleed by any chance? Yeah, he will be. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jake Gill our mate goes are you are you lads doing a preview I think we're doing it right now well, maybe <laughs> uh, Daryl Flynn Bellator is, host, is hosting shows in Ireland regularly but UFC hasn't been there since 2015 that's very well noticed true point Bellator are really uh, putting their foot down on the European MMA scene Bellator you see Bellator are like after taking all these Irish athletes because they know they're, they're co- all cause a bit of hype whereas Dana White only now has Arton and yeah. Gunnar Nelson. Well, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Conor McGregor and Gunnar Nelson. Yeah. That's it, really, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah so we, they're not going to come back here. Although, I'd love if they did. Um, then Adrian goes, I'm really rooting for James Gallagher. And uh, Rory Crowley goes, think, think James will win handy against Graham. Want James to win, although not a big fan of his. He is. He does cause... Yeah, he splits the, uh, the crowd, whether... Some people like him, some people don't like him. But this, everyone still wants to watch him, which yeah. is all that really matters. Yeah, Rory, he's... Uh, when we met him face-to-face, he was very, very nice. Yeah. I think I think he knows he's causing a he's, stir online, so he's feeding into that ego. Yeah, he's, he is very brash. Yeah. Um, Matt Warren goes, yeah, can't wait, lads. I'll be ringside. Come say hi. Okay, we'll see you there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be looking out for you. Matt, and then uh, Steve McGrain, 199, goes, have you heard anything about five times? Uh, I think the first I think we said that the first uh, fight kicks off around 5 o'clock I think doors are half 4 aren't they yeah yeah so there you have it I always still find it funny when we put stuff out and people write back because uh, they're all very energised but uh, Ross before we like wrap up the part just to be about here about Bellator before we yeah. move into UFC what are you what are you expecting this week I'm just expecting it to be a massive event everyone's going to be very excited high quality of fights and a lot of Irish wins okay what more do you want well said man you should, you should work for Bellator did anyone ever say that no <laughs> uh, okay we're going to move into the UFC uh, over the weekend the UFC made its debut on ESPN and funny enough Cain Velasquez was also the on Fox the Fox UFC oh. debut yeah the Fox UFC debut as well uh, this card was headlined by Francis Ganu taking on Cain Velasquez Ross certain people uh, made a decent performance uh, Andrea Lee the female cowboy defeated Ashley Evan Smith she actually like punched yeah. the head off her right uh, Becky Lynch's fella Luke Sanders beat Hedden Brow big win for him 
Man, second fight of the night Hennon Brown was absolute brown bread finished hang him up yeah Hennon Brown was totally lost it uh, Jimmy Rivera lost to Aljamain Sterling by decision uh, great win Aljo. for Aljo yeah, yeah he looked he, very good and he needs that as well Jimmy Rivera is too small and stocky yeah uh, he, he'd probably make it to 125 if he could I just looked at that. Sh- yeah but shout out to uh, UFC with the control time for uh, Luke Sanders 56 minutes who works in this shit uh, Touchy Feedy defeated Miles Jury uh, that was just a jab fest yeah. uh, Touchy Feedy looks alright at 145 yeah I think it's the best he's looked in a while yeah he's sort of filled out and he's quite yeah. tall um, then also Barbarena lost to Vicente Luque and if he had a last of the last 20 seconds he would have won that yeah that was good uh, Luque was impressive Cron Gracie like, that fella knows his jiu-jitsu rock, man. Yeah, it was, it was actually uh, cool seeing Nate Diaz in his corner as well. It was. Uh, he, like, he said exactly how it was going to go down. I was once to get one takedown against you, you're fucked. And yeah. like, that was it. The con- he oozes confidence as well. Yeah. Uh, then, Arme, Cynthia Calvell won as well. Yeah, that was... I always think, find it very impressive anyone who beats Courtney Case because she's massive. She is massive. She's yeah. actually from there as well. Uh, she was a former D1 footballer as well. Was she? Yeah, soccer player. Oh. Uh, then also Paul Felder defeated James Vick. James Great Vick is performance James Vick's massive in that division. He is, yeah. yeah. Great performance by Felder. Yeah. Very impressive. Felder, Probably the best he's looked ever. Yeah, Felder's had to do something to his leg or his eye or something. Yeah. I forget. And then, leg uh, or his eye, or both. Or both. And then uh, Francis Aganu beat Cain Velasquez after... 25 seconds. Yeah. Uh, Velasquez's knee blew out. Like he need like I don't think that was properly what happened. I think he got connected to the chin and then his body shut off and then he was like, Oh shit my knee as well. No, but after he was when I watched it, like his knee like did pop out. And yeah. I was like I was like But it was after right. he got hit though. Oh no, my opinion, I don't think he was knocked out at any stage. I think he, like his knee was absolutely bollocks. But like also he wasn't winning the fight either. Like again he was but definitely was winning. Twenty five seconds in, but yeah. he never after was like oh my leg. He got up and was holding his knee as he was walking along. Yeah, but he thinks that happened as a, a consequence. It's because Ngannou hit my hook. Yeah, but I don't think he was actually knocked out. I think his knee buckled and then he ended up on the ground. And he was going to lose by TKO anyway. I don't think the result would have changed. Yeah, he would have lost but, anyway. Yeah. yeah, but like, he, he was in a terrible position. Yeah. But like, after his knee buckled. But he wasn't doing great beforehand. Is Francis Ngannou back or what? I'm so, I'm so like... Not sure if a guy who's back, but like I think Daniel Cormier would just be able to take him down and wrestle him until the cows come home. That's what I think as well. Um, um, supposedly the best scenario would be Ngannou taking on Brock Lesnar, because imagine that. Yeah. And then also Daniel Cormier taking on John Jones. Yeah, I would be all about yeah. that. Because why should Daniel Cormier get to fight Brock Lesnar and then piss off? Like you may as well get Ngannou against Brock Lesnar. Imagine that. Yeah. Like, yeah. You'd be Although, like, what? Like, I don't think Brock Lesnar would want to fight Ngannou because he hates getting punched. Yeah, but why would he want to fight DC? DC would just throw him out of the octagon. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. In fairness, he wouldn't want to be embarrassed at wrestling. Yeah. And Ngannou, the body on him as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What did you make of that for a card as well, Ross? Uh, Chance, it was, it was, it was, it was fine. Um, it was. I was just disappointed we didn't get to see more of Cain Velasquez. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. After waiting that long, uh, then just before we wrap up things this weekend, UFC Prague. UFC Prague. Uh, da- Daniel Tamor is on it. Kid yeah. Dynamite. Oh, brothers of David, isn't it? Yeah, and he's fighting uh, Chris Fishgold, who I'm pretty sure is Cage Warriors champion. So that should be interesting. Uh, John Dodson's on the card as well. Yeah, Peter Yan, he was very impressive in his last outing. Uh, look, John Valente is out of, the, out of America for the first time. Taking, That'd be interesting to see. Taking on Michelle Onlyajuk. Yeah, and then the skyscraper, Stefan Struve, is fighting in, in the co-main event. He's fighting... Delima and Delima uh, used to be a light heavyweight, so I expect Struve to get the nod there. The height of Struve, and then uh, in the main event, 
Jan Blakovic is taking on Thiago Santos. What do you expect from this? this I expect Thiago Santos to go in there, do a spinning head kick and get the knockout. This, I that, think he's a monster. I think he's going to give him a bit of a sledgehammer, right? Yeah. yeah. But obviously the better card is Bellator Dublin, isn't it? Yeah. Bar that main event. That main event's yeah. a good main event. That main event's brilliant. And Thiago Santos, he's already beat Anthony Smith. He was fighting for the light heavyweight title. So like... Hon the Thiago Santos. Hon the lads. So guys, thanks a for listening. If you enjoyed the show, give us a shout out on the gram. Gonna hit 10,000. And as always, stay energized. Stay energized. <laughs>